Hello and welcome to The Download. I'm your host, Dave Richardson, and it is a very late Tuesdays today. It is, uh, it is Thursday. I'm not going to be surprised if this podcast actually ends up being available to listeners on Friday. So Fridays <laughs> might be the latest one we've, we've done, Stu, and at a time when there's all kinds of stuff happening. You've got it, Dave. It, uh, definitely, uh, it's a volatile period of time. And, uh, and, 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 and to that, that is kind of the, why we're a little bit late this week is, is there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, I've been doing, uh, quite a bit of work, uh, recently with, uh, with, uh, with, uh, with end, uh, investors and, and advisors across the country. And I, I am, I, I don't know if I've ever been, uh, bombarded as much with questions as, uh, as the last few days. Uh, certainly driven by uh, nervousness that relates to, you know, the terrible situation in Ukraine, the Russian invasion, uh, the impact that that has economically, but also the, the, the human catastrophe that this may be, um, and all the impacts and, and the geopolitical ramifications of what Russia is doing now and what they could do next. Uh, Bank of Canada increased rates. The Fed's going to be there in a couple of weeks, likely increasing rates. Uh, uh, Powell, uh, Fed Chairman Powell, uh, testimony in front of Congress, uh, and and the way the markets interpret that, it seems one day the market is risk on, buying everything, market going up, next day risk off, market going down. Oil has been everywhere in the last two years from minus $40 a barrel now to uh, $115 with uh, who knows what direction that's going. So, so Stu, you, you wrap all this together. I guess that's why they pay you the big bucks. <laughs> well, Dave, uh, um, it's impossible not to be impacted by uh, what we're seeing each day. Um, yeah. You know what's going on in the Ukraine, the pictures, uh, the discussion. Uh, you know, from you know any human is uh, no doubt impacted by it. Um, you know, as a portfolio manager, uh, you know what what you try and do is is um, you know redouble. Uh, your conversations that you're having uh, internally around different asset classes. Uh, you spend as much time as you can with management of businesses because it reminds you that um, what you own inside of portfolios is a collection of businesses. And there's a lot of uh, scenarios that those businesses can prepare for. And, um, you know, just as you pointed out, like to sit here and say in the last two years, we've had, oil at a negative number and now at the highest number in, in 14 or 15 years. Trying to build your portfolio for just one outcome is an extremely difficult task. So, you know, we have all these uh, different levers at our disposal and, you know, we try and move from assets where, you know, the odds of success uh, might be lower to assets where the odds of success might be higher. So, you know, when we look at when we look at uh, the last couple of weeks, we've had, you know, fertilizer companies making uh, all time highs because, uh, you know, now the market is going to swing dramatically, likely in their favor. We've had energy companies making all time highs. We have other businesses that, um, you know, maybe are just more pedestrian and they've been a little bit more neutral and some businesses that have been pressured. So. In each of those cases, uh, you know, you want to be wary of embedding too much uh, what is going on today as if it will go on forever. And then, 
you know, the, you know, my partner, Doug, has, you know, great comments about letting the facts uh, kind of determine decisions. And you get facts by going to talk to companies, right? And, um, yeah. and you ask them, like, well, what happens if this happens? And what do you do if that happens? And what happens if the economy slows? What do you do then? Well, we do this to expenses. We do this to, to the business so that, you know, we preserve and still expand the profits in those uh, situations. So, you know, at the end of the day, uh, you know, the reason that we're, you know, comfortable with, you know, having our own money and, and people's money in the equity market spread across a diverse a group of what we think are very good businesses is because, you know, we know that as the environment unfolds, those management teams are going to adjust the business in our behalf and keep that earnings pool growing over a long period of time. And, um, you know, whether or not, uh, you know, when we look at the last six days, I think the S&P has moved greater than 1% every one of those days. Um, you know, I could sit there on one hand and say, well, if I got each of those six moves correct, I would have uh, gained more than 6%. Um, but at the same time, if I'd gotten each one of those moves wrong, I would be that much farther back. And, you know, when I think about the long-term uh, notion of what we're doing here, it's about compounding capital over a very long period of time. And, uh, you know, we often talk a lot about, uh, you know, kind of trying to rush the first doubling and you miss the last doubling. And the last doublings where you make all your money, like, you know, Warren Buffett, you know, 95% of his wealth came after the age of 50, those types of things. So, you know, when I sit and think about the portfolio during periods of time like this, I think a lot about that last doubling. Um, and then, you know, the other thing too is, uh, you know, because it's only natural to be somewhat emotional is, is uh, if I go to make a change that feels emotionally driven, I try and make a minor one. Um, and, uh, you know, one of the lines that we that we use internally is keep your feet moving and um, and, uh, you know, kind of keeping your feet moving is acknowledging in advance that, you know, some of the things I do, I may want to undo. So I'll make little things at the margin and I'll just kind of constantly be kind of recalculating the odds in my head about how to position us best for success going forward. And, um, you know, that's that's what's going on on a daily basis. Yeah, the, uh, the the doubling that I'm I've worried about after my fifties is I've I've doubled my body fat percentage. <laughs> That's not what you're talking about, right? We're we're talking about doubling we're talking assets, about doubling. Uh, not yep. not not yeah yeah not not food consumption. So uh, so Stu, I've got to, I've come up with a new acronym here. Uh, we we we've got uh, Stu's days. This is this is Stu's D's or your you've got to get your studies right. in if you spelled it out. And for you. Uh, for those who have been listening, it, it, it comes back, uh, you know, it comes back to, well, discipline, actually, there's, I got a fourth D, I only had three initially, but the, the, the discipline would be a big part of it. But what you, what you consistently talk about are uh, diversification, dividends, and dollar cost averaging. Those are studies, your, your studies as an investor. And, you know, the environment that we've been in, uh, that, that, that we talk about and, 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 you know, as you would say, it, 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 it kind of works most of the time anyways. Uh, but in this environment, uh, that diversification has been critically important as you just outlined in your comments. Uh, we've talked about dividends and we're seeing the value of dividends, the, the value of, of, you know, getting that, that money passed to you or, uh, or whether that's, uh, you know, shareholder value driven through shareholder share repurchases. Uh, and then the, the dollar cost averaging, which allows you to navigate through 
those ups and downs and and the and the the incredible volatility that we're seeing in markets right now. That's 100% correct. Like businesses, you know, by and large the ones we own have good balance sheets, which means already they're prepared for a variety of environments. Then they generate income and it you know, it it fluctuates over time but grows through through the piece. They have that extra income. Sometimes they have investments make, sometimes they give it back to us, sometimes they buy back shares. Uh, all of those things uh, work to our benefit over time, and um, yeah, that that's uh, that's one of the big keys to investing. Yeah, and then you, you you wrap it up with a with a solid plan, financial and investment, and then that discipline, and that's what guides you through these periods of uncertainty. It allows you to see past them and focus on that long-term objective, that long-term goal you have. And if you do that, you're much more likely to succeed. Like you said. The market's moving at least a percent every day if we're looking at the S&P 500. And if you think you're going to get it right every time versus, you know, versus what's more likely that you'll you'll kind of get it right a little bit, a little wrong a little bit. There's also the risk you could get it wrong every time. Uh, you're, you're better to focus on have that longer term focus where, again, you're seeing through what's happening now. You're, you're, you're trusting away from that volatility and the risk to the downside. And, uh, and, and that's what's going to get you to, to your ultimate goal because wealth is built over That's time. right. When you, when you buy a security, you buy a set of assumptions about the future. So if the security is rising, then the assumptions about the future need to be better. And if the security is falling, then you all of a sudden you're getting an easier future uh, on your side. So, you know, when we look at, you know, when we look at the volatility of a stock goes up a lot, it's now embedding a rosier future. And we have to say, is that future even better or is it more likely? And if one of those two things isn't as, isn't as true, then the stock has run too far. And the same thing for stocks that have declined. But the thing that becomes so important in those assumptions is that it's a very dynamic game. Like managements change things. So if, you, if, if one company starts to do really well, other managements start to copy it. And then it makes it less likely that they'll continue to do as well. And the same thing on the downside. So, you know, what we need to do right in this environment, as we do in all environments, is kind of write down the four or five key assumptions to each investment and go back and revisit those. Excellent. Well, great, uh, great stuff as always. Uh, you know, again, the, the and, and it, it almost seems boring. And I, I think for people who are coming and listening to the podcast regularly, uh, more and more of them, by the way, Stu, every uh, every episode. Uh but it, 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 it seems boring, it seems repetitive, but that is a lot about what you're doing from an investment perspective. You're, you're, you're sticking to the principles, you, you, you establish the way you're going to approach markets, the way you're gonna approach investing, and, and then you, you're generally gonna to stick to it in, unless something's changing in, in your life or something's changing dramatically uh, big picture-wise. So it's, um, it, uh, it, 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 it makes it less exciting uh, than the, than the back and forth, up and down, uh, but but likely a lot more fruitful uh, over the long. We haul. wrote a piece about ten years ago on how we our investment process, and it hasn't really changed. And uh, when I sit here at home, actually, yeah. uh, uh, I have a little stuffed animal that I pretend as a client, and you know, so I kind of sit here saying, "Well, that client's watching me all day long, and I've told them what we're going to do, so I better be doing it." I I I I don't know what to say about that one, Stu. I think uh, the stuffed animal doesn't look like you, Dave. So that's uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Very good. I was a little, I was a little worried there. That's good. Good to hear. Yeah, like teddy bear, unicorn. Dog? That's a teddy bear. 
Oh, I maybe it is kind of like you. Yeah, maybe maybe it is. It's it's a uh, with its thirty five percent body fat now. Recent <laughs> recent doubling. Okay, Stu. Uh, great stuff, and uh, and as always, thanks again. Uh, thanks again for your thoughts. At uh, you know, again, a relatively uh, uncertain time for a lot of investors. Great, thanks, Dave. This recording has been provided by RBC Global Asset Management Inc. for informational purposes only, and is not intended to be investment or financial advice. You should consult your own legal, accounting, tax, investment, or financial planning advisors before engaging in any transactions.